Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm like three minutes off the internet. Yeah. Every time, no. I would like to personally welcome you to... Man hour, out the dark, say that thing. Why bring you the host, Mike, Buck, and Cone? You know they ain't coming to the same. Sports talking, what you about to hear right here? I second that. Go. You know that that's us when we talking about sports. Giving you facts on the field to the core. Tune in, we need the support. One hour too short, tell us some more. On all your station, not dropping no music. Starts like Adidas, but Nike just do it. Down four on the fourth, we go for the win. Michael, two seconds, we taking it in. Buck, Mike, and Combs, you know what's going on. Man, now we're out the dark. No LA, we the big spark. No fourth and inches, won't cut short. Got the best talk in this all sports. Buzzing more than buzzer beaters. We coming live all through your speakers. Go. And what is up, Man Hour Nation? Michael Buckhash here with the Man Hour. Head over to manhourradio.com and check out the merchandise page and check out the blog section as well as we do have a new blog up there by our very own Drew. So if you guys are here on youtube.com, be sure to hit that join button as well. Hit the subscribe button. And of course, as always, share this with a couple friends. That would be fan-fantastic. We do have an action-packed show for you guys tonight. We are going to talk a little bit of Ravens. Raiders from last night. Obviously, we got to talk some Philadelphia Eagles. We're, we're going to talk some NBA. We're going to sprinkle some NBA in there. And and we are going to talk some more Andy Dalton. Also tonight, guys, we got Grammy join, join us, uh, and he will be talking some NFL power rankings tonight. But before we get too carried away, we got to welcome the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Mr. That's right, Tori Anderson. Tori, what's going on tonight, buddy? What is going on, Mr. Buckheister? It has been a wonderful, wonderful day. It's Tuesday. We are almost to hump day. Almost. Almost half almost halfway back to the weekend. <laughs> yeah, and you are all about those hump days. You 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 definitely like Wednesday because uh something we haven't done for a while, Tori, is we haven't done what does for like a while. And I feel like this Wednesday, well, this hump day, the? we gotta do some what does. We haven't done it for a while. We have to bring everything back. But you know what it is. But guys, let's get into tonight's show. Tonight's show is powered by Belly Up Sports. So head over to bellyupsports.com. Check out all the other shows on there. They have hundreds of other sports shows out there. And of course, blogs. I mean, our very own Wayne G that's here every Thursday with That's Debatable is on there as well. So uh, guys, let's go ahead and jump right into it like I was going to get ready, ready to say. The Ravens lost a thriller last night in overtime to the Las Vegas Raiders. 33 to 27. The Raiders pretty much dominated and led most of the game until late in the fourth quarter. So, Mr. Tory Anderson at Manhour underscore Tory, did the Ravens lose this game, or did the Raiders win this game? What are your thoughts on that? Oof. Thing is, is Derek Carr still threw 435 yards. However, it was only two touchdowns and one interception. So, I'm going to go with the Ravens lost this game versus the the Raiders won that game. Um, you know, the the Lamar had a couple of fumbles that were up quite costly to the team and 
it ended up costing them because what was the final score? What, 33 to 27? 33 27. So, right there, that's two field goals. That's a big swing and a miss for your offense. Yeah. And uh, I'm on the exact opposite side of things. Yes, the Ravens, yes, Lamar Jackson, we will be talking about this later. Yes, he did fumble the ball twice because, you know, he is very, very trash. And you see Lamar Jackson fumbling right, 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 right back there. But the Ravens, or the, sorry, the Raiders, they really showed up in late in that fourth quarter. They showed up, and Derek Carr was slinging the ball all over the field. And, I mean, it is. You know, I, th- I think they're down by 10 or 12, and they come back and tied it with 24 a piece, or yeah, 24 a four a piece. And then the Ravens, they drove it down the length of the field with 30 seconds, 40 seconds left. They kicked a game winning field goal. However, then that Raiders offense drove down the field and they kicked a 53 yard field goal to tie it to send it into overtime. And it's and it's not like the Raiders got the ball first and they just drove down the field and they scored. It was a back and forth in the whole game. So I I got to give it to the Raiders in this one as much as it pains me to like say when you I think they had two or three drives in overtime because the because the because the Raiders actually drove down and they scored a touchdown when the guy I believe it was Darren Waller reached for it but he was ruled short and then they had a false start which which like pushed him back 5 yards and then they ended up throwing an interception, I believe, I believe it was. So the Ravens had all the chances in the world, but I got to give it to the Raiders. The Raiders definitely won this game, Tori, in my eyes. So on the flip side of that, you said it yourself. Lamar Jackson had two huge fumbles in this game, really mo- really momentum changers in this game. Tori, do you think Lamar Jackson is trying to do too much with the Injury-riddled Baltimore Ravens right now? Absolutely. 110%. He's trying to take the team and strap it on his back. I think because of the injuries that they have at receiver, the receivers that they do have playing are not at 100%. 100%, he is trying to... They're down to Tyson Williams, who actually Tyson Williams looked pretty good for them last night. And um, I had said when when... J.K. Dobbins went down. I'm like, right now it's Gus Edwards. I think it'll be Gus Edwards, but yeah. Tyson Williams was somebody to watch out for. And Tyson Williams looked good last night. But 100%, I think it was Lamar trying to take that team, throw him on his back, and do everything for that team. And you can't do that um, unless your name is like Aaron Rodgers, who has done that to a team repeatedly. But uh, I digress. At that point, he tried to do way too much to make that team and ultimately that's what cost him the game yeah uh, like i feel like every time i watch lamar jackson play to take the whole trash aspect out of it i feel like he is trying to hit a home run every time he comes on the field i like i feel like he is trying to score 14 points in one play over and over and over again like like i coached offensive line last year it was my first time coaching the boys but we always taught them gain three yards three yards in a cloud cloud of dust we don't want to go backwards we 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 never want to put ourselves in 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 the position that is not our offense and anytime the offense gets put back behind the sticks you have to do too much and we saw that repeatedly with Lamar Jackson now I'm not taking his athletic ability from him whatsoever he threw an amazing pass to Sammy Watkins for what like 50 or 60 yards 
over the shoulders. Sammy Watkins made a great catch. And, like, he looked like a damn good quarterback there. But then he – it is like he folded under pressure. So, Tori, do you think Lamar Jackson just cannot handle the pressure and he needs a sidekick almost? No, it's like I said, at this point, he put too much pressure on himself. We've all been there. Every single one of us in our life at some point has said, we need to strap this all on me, on me. And how well, how often does it end well for that person that does that? I know I've done it and it hasn't right. ended well. You start taking on too much. And it, once he realizes he does not have to do it all himself, that he can relax and let the other people around him help him and make plays, he'll be just fine. I think this was just a case of week one of we're down to our third string running back. I don't know if he, what he can do. Our receivers are banged up. We have pretty much a brand new defense. Right. Let me try to do everything. And I think that's the case. This was actually a good thing. I think in the long run for Lamar Jackson, because now the pressure's off. Right. It, yeah. I mean, I mean like every time when you have apparitions of a Super Bowl, there is, there's always that pressure of a unde, un, undefeated season. And obviously you get to win week one to go into a undefeated season. So let's go ahead and jump into the chat real quick before we bring up our bring up our last point here from last night games. Suit Boss himself over here on YouTube.com forward slash man hour. Big shout out to Suit Boss. He might be joining us here on a couple of segments here moving forward later in the month. Uh, he says both Ravens and Raiders lost and won the game. The but the Raiders still had to make the plays to win the game. Absolutely correct. I, I like. I think we both kind of agree on that, right? Tori. Yes. Okay. And, uh, and then Don says, hello. Drew says, hello. Uh, Suit boss says like the video, everyone. Yeah, definitely like it. It, 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 it definitely helps the algorithm and chat all you want, you know, more chats and more people come in and talk. Uh, and then Drew comes out and says, they also rely on him way too much. Meaning they they, they rely on Lamar Jackson way too much. I think you are correct, Drew. I think, Harbaugh knows that he has a great athlete in Lamar Jackson, so why not utilize him for the next three years and run him into the dirt, right? No, Tori? No thoughts on that? No. No. They're going to sign him to extension probably by the end of this year. Lamar Jackson is a good quarterback. You yourself yesterday on Wayne G's little post, admit it, Lamar Jackson is a good quarterback. His his numbers looked good, yes. But like I tell BC all the all the time, numbers lie, right? No, that's what BC BC is always says. Numbers lie, numbers yeah. lie, numbers lie. Numbers do lie. Which you have to you, you you have to use the eye test. I agree to a point. Yeah, However, so so when you just how see many, two steps how of many, stats, how many how many MVPs does Josh Allen have? Uh, zero, if I'm not mistaken. How many? How many does Lamar Jackson have? One, because Patrick Mahomes got hurt, and they felt like they need to give Lamar Jackson thing because he had like a thousand yards rushing. Yeah, enough said. <laughs> yeah, and like enough said. So the last question that I have for you, Mister Tory Anderson at Manda underscore Tory, if you guys want to slide into his D- DMs. We saw Derek Carr explode last night. He threw for 435 yards. This is the second highest passing yards in Monday Night Football history. Are we ready to stop overlooking Derek Carr and put him in a top-tier quarterback in the NFL? No, he's he's on that third tier. He is a good NFL quarterback, but he is not 
a great or even an elite quarterback in this league. He is a good quarterback. So I would put him on the on the third tier. He's upper echelon third tier, but I would not put him in the great or in the elite discussion yet. Uh, there again, it's a young season. He threw for 435 yards, but at that point, that kind of those kind of numbers you would expect more than two touchdowns and one interception. Right. So he was doing everything he could to get them to where they needed to be. You got to remember, this is a team too that has a great running game in Josh Jacobs. And with Kenyon Drake. So uh, they don't need to depend on Carr every single week. This is a team that will be able to run the ball and they will have good balance. Yeah, you are exact. You're absolutely right. But Josh Jacobs was injured last night. He had some turf toe or some toe injury. And Kenyon Drake kind of looked like a shell of himself to, to, uh, to we'll be honest. I was not expecting Kenyon Drake just to like, I don't know kind of patty cake I, I mean he was on my fantasy team last year and that's kind of what he looked like last year so <laughs> except for every couple of weeks he'd pop he'd pop up right like i said i started i started him and chase edmonds because a i didn't have anybody else on my team because i was loaded at receiver and i waited to take running backs because that's what happens when you win the league right so so back to Derek Derek, Derek Carr. every year we see him improve better yardage better completion percentage more touchdowns the he passes the eye test but every offseason you know the trade the trade the trade rumors happen and he kind of gets his ego knocked down a tad bit I think Derek Carr is a second best quarterback in the AFC West so I think that puts him probably fourth behind best Justin Herbert behind Patrick Mahomes obviously uh and then I so I think that puts him at least in top five quarterback in the AFC so I mean I think you have to put him as a tier one quarterback because I, I think he is the most overlooked over or underrated quarterback in all of the NFL. It's just like his numbers improve every year he he is out there. And he, he's been on some bad Raiders teams. Let's just be, be honest. Some bad coaching. You guys can say what you want about John Gruden. I think John Gruden is a horrible coach. Like I, I I, he is out of tune. I think everybody. These, I think everybody agrees with you that he's a horrible coach. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yes, he was good back in the '90s or early 2000s when he won the Super Bowl. But what has he done for you since then? He hasn't done anything. He does not warrant that hundred million dollars or whatever he's getting paid. Abso- no, absolutely no. ridiculous. So, but you're o- ridiculous for saying that Derek Carr is a top five quarterback in the NFL. I, I I didn't say the NFL. I said the AFC. Not even in the AFC. Really. No. Who would you have over he's, him? He's the, he's, the, he's the third best quarterback in his own division. No, he's not. He's second. Justin Herbert is better than him. Patrick Mahomes is better than him. Baker Mayfield is better than him. Josh Allen is better than him. Deshaun <laughs> Watson is better than him. And Deshaun Watson's not even playing. <laughs> so I would give you Herbert if he repeats what he did last year or he even takes like a half a step step back. Then I might put Herbert over Um uh, I'm going to give you Derek a bold Carr. prediction and say Tyrod Taylor is better than Derek Carr this year overall. Wow. Okay. I, I like that. So before we head to our first break here, guys, let's go ahead and finish some chat talk here. Suit Boss says that that Wayne G thing was dumb. So if you guys don't know what, what the Wayne G thing was, Wayne G basically put up two blind stats. It was like, it was what? It was yardage, completions, percentage, and t- t- touchdowns, right? And you and basically, interceptions. Yeah, and interceptions. And you basically had to, uh, 
basically pick what quarterback that you wanted. One of them was uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, and the other one was jo uh, Josh Allen, right? And I think the majority of people did pick Lamar Jackson. Or sorry, yeah, they picked Lamar Jackson over uh, Josh Allen. So, but suit boss, you are uh, uh, entitled to your opinion. Uh, Drew says, I think Carr is one of the one, if not the most underrated quarterbacks. Yeah, I agree with you on like on that that one. Clearly. I agree. He is an underrated quarterback. Uh, so, would you want Derek Carr to replace Aaron Aaron, Aaron Rodgers if Aaron Rodgers were to leave? Over Jordan Love? Yeah. Hmm. Let me flip a coin. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Uh, Suit Boss says Carr is a tier two quarterback. I, I could probably put him on a on the higher scale of tier two. You, 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 you know, like a one, two, three, on, like on the tier two thing. Uh, but, and then uh, Suit Boss says, don't say Tyrod Taylor in front of Buck. He'll pee himself. Or, or we'll get a lung puncture, <laughs> one of the two. Right. And then Suit Boss also comes back and says, Wayne purposely left things out of the equation and said said on name alone, people think Allen 9-1 to one versus J Jackson. So if it was a name test, people would take Josh Allen. But if it's a stat test, people would take Lamar Jackson. Do you think that's right, uh, Tori? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, sometimes that's just the way. That's just the way it is. But guys, we are up against our first break. On the other side of the break, we have cooking with Tori. Tori, before I had to break, tell people what cooking with Tori is all about. Well, it's basically me cooking up what I want to rant about, and that's all it is: is me just kind of ranting, talking about what's kind of hot going on in the NFL. And I definitely have some some takes that I want to bake to everybody here because uh, it was not a good week one for my team. <laughs> It was not a good week one for some of my picks either. All right, guys. So Cooking with Tori is coming up here after the break. We also have NFL Power Ranking coming at 8.30. So here in about 15 minutes, we will be uh, with, with, with Grammy Wallace. He will be bringing his week two NFL Power Rankings with us as well. But before we get to away, guys, Cooking with Terry is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Head over to Terry. Thrive Fantasy. Tori. Thrive is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Use promo code MANHOUR. They'll match up to $50 on your first deposit. You can also download that on iOS and Android devices. We'll be right back. And I, I mess up your name all the time. Every
to you by Brooks Roofing and Siding. Contact them at 812-868-7663 or online at brooksroofingin.com. Brooks Roofing and Siding, protection you need when nature strikes. And welcome back to the Man Hour, guys. Michael Buck, I with Tori Anderson tonight. You can find us both on the Twitter machine at Man Hour underscore Buck and, of course, Man Hour underscore Tori. Tomorrow is Wednesday, so that means Tori Anderson's fantasy clip will be released at 1045 East Coast time right here on the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Man Hour. So if you guys have not subscribed to the channel yet, be sure to hit that subscribe button and hit that bell icon and click on all so you can get all of the notifications when we upload the clips and fantasy clips and behind-the-scenes stuff as well speaking of clips i do upload clips every day of the week seven days a week 365 days a year at 8 a.m 11 a.m 2 p.m and 5 p.m east coast time and of course saturdays and fridays and saturdays i should say we upload at eight o'clock as well since we do not have a live show you can also catch us on the live show every sunday through thursday at 8 p.m at youtube.com forward slash man hour or if you're going to miss any part of the show you can catch us on big x sports radio from four to six on 96.1 fm here in jeffersonville indiana you can also catch us on belly up sports every monday through friday at 11 a.m on their facebook page unhinged radio at 11 a.m on their internet broadcast and 313 The Flash. We are very, very proud to be a part of 313 The Flash. So be sure to head to 313theflash.com and check us out every Monday through Friday. You can also find us on their Facebook page at 8 a.m. So with all that being said, guys, we are also giving away a trip to Vegas. If you are a member here at youtube.com forward slash man hour and you are a gold member or higher, you get free entry into the trip to Vegas. We are giving away airfare and hotel to Las Vegas in April 2022 the weekend of the NFL draft. We cannot guarantee you access into the draft because it is a first come first serve basis. And I'm not gonna wait eight, eight, eight hours in line for you. Sorry, but that's just not gonna happen. But I do love you. And so we'll pay for your airfare and your hotel during the weekend. You also get to hang out with Combs, myself, Tori and Wyatt. And I believe Nana's gonna come too because we do need a, a, a chaperone. So Nana will be there as well. So she also is a value member here of Man Hour Nation. So let's go ahead and welcome Tori back to the show as we are getting ready for the Cooking with Tori segment, which is brought to you by ThriveFantasy.com. Head over to ThriveFantasy.com. Use promo code MANHOUR on the matchup to $50 on your first deposit. So Tori, are you ready for your uh, segment here? I'm always ready. All righty, man. The floor is all yours. It is time to cook with Mr. Tori Anderson. So if you are subscribed to the fantasy football section, you will legit see me actually cooking and giving you fantasy football advice because that's what cooking with Tori is all about. So log in, take a look, let me know what you think. And if you want some free fantasy advice, too bad. Be a two ninety nine or more member. <laughs> Shameless. Plug. You want to win your, you want to, you want to win your league. Just listen to me. That's Maybe. all you got to do. I've already won to know. You know, you get that 12th pick. I'm in a 12 team league. And when you're drafting the 11th or 12th every year, you kind of get good going out of the 12 hole. So, um, you know, not a big deal there. But now let's talk about my hot takes of what's baking after week one of the NFL season. One, we're going to talk something about burnt. Something that got cooked and it got burnt and it looked like the Green Bay Packer defense. They made Jameis Winston look like the greatest quarterback in NFL history. 
which if you go back in Green Bay Packer history, they have a history of doing. They made, I believe it was Steve Walsh, look like a Hall of Fame quarterback in the NFL playoffs back in the 90s when Troy Aikman was hurt. This is a team that progressively can never stop a mobile quarterback. For whatever reason, we are completely inept. They don't know how to send uh, set up a linebacker to do nothing but spy on a quarterback that could run. Apparently, we can't stop the run. Elvin Kamara, like I knew, I'm like, if they get the run game going, we are screwed. This game is done. What did they do? They ran. They ran. They would run some RPO, and Jameis would take off. And guess what? Before you knew it, it was 17-3 to at halftime, and it was already over. You could tell by the flow of the offense and the deep, the way the defense was playing that nobody knew what the hell they were doing that whole time. So, Green Bay, you get my – you got left in the oven a little bit too long, and you are just burnt, burnt, burnt up, just right in the trash. Start over. Guess what? You're still tied for first place on to Detroit. So now the other one I want to talk about, and it was one of those, it's like a recipe that you try for the first time and you're not really sure how it's going to work or what's going to happen. So you just kind of throw it together and see what happens. And literally that was like what the Philadelphia Eagles did in my book. So granted on paper, Atlanta looks like a lot better team than what they played like. On the field, they are exactly the team that they played like because they were not good. So this is this is an Eagles team, I think, that is more they played somebody that may have been worse than them versus are we sleeping on them. However, it's a great test this week for Jalen Hurts, and we will see if they are for real or if they are pretenders already here in week two. So I would put my money on the San Francisco 49ers every way I could against the Philadelphia Eagles. So I don't think it's going to end well for Jalen Hurts. And, you know, we've said it every night so far, and we're going to quote Denny Green again. They are who we thought they are. So I don't think that the Eagles are going to be that great. I actually, in one one of my picks, I had them going 2-15. and The other one, I had them going 0-17. I just don't think they're going to be that great of a team. They are not going to be a good team. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They proved me wrong after this weekend. I could be singing a different tune in week three. 
Yeah, uh, Tori, I don't think you're going to be sing singing a different tune in week three because we are, we are going to be talking about Jalen Hurts later in the show and how, I, I don't know, maybe just how bad Atlanta is. But we will be talking about that later. But you cooked up some good recipes, and I feel sorry for your pack pack Packers because they're going to start the season 0-2. I'll be at the game. Oh, God. I'll be wearing the Detroit Lions jer jersey. Fuck. Fuck, I can still make those <laughs> tickets disappear. Uh, no, you can't. I already paid for them, Tori. Doesn't already matter. paid for them. Get out of here with that. One, one, call, <laughs> one call to the Brown County Sheriff's Department uh, on your way into town. It'll be like, yeah. just be on the lookout for this car. Yeah. What, what what kind of car do I drive? I won't know until you get here and I give your wife that Aaron Rodgers jersey. <laughs> True then story. I'll have a license, then I'll have a license plate <laughs> and color and a make. Yeah. Uh, Tori, seriously, if I drive nine hours up there and I get arrested, I'm kicking you square <laughs> in the balls. I, I'm not even going to joke. I'm going to be drop kicking straight in both testes. <laughs> All right, guys. We can't are, stay at my house. Uh, good. I don't want to stay there anyways. <laughs> All right, guys. So we are going. We are up against the uh, first break here. We do have Mr. Wallace coming on the show here to give us his week two NFL rankings. And we got much, much more. Of course, we're gonna be, we got to talk some Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, so, guys, much more coming here on the uh, Man Hour. We'll be right back after this.
Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. And welcome back to the Man Hour, guys. Michael Buckhaj with Tori Anderson tonight. If you guys miss any part of the show whatsoever, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and of course, iHeartRadio. Or you can find us on Belly Up Sports at bellyupsports.com. 313 The Flash, 96.1 FM here in Jeffersonville, Kentucky, or Indiana, I should, should say. You can also find them on BigXSportsRadio.com. We air on that Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. But without further ado, let's welcome the man that met the legend himself, Mr. Grammy Wallace. What's going on, Grammy? Uh, yeah, great to be with you guys. Uh, Going to do some power rankings again. and love talking football, so happy to be here. All right, so before we get too carried away, tell tell, tell the people where they can find your blog section and uh, your uh, everything else that you're doing. Yeah, so uh, Belly Up Sports, uh, MLB section. Uh, yeah, I know I'm talking football with you guys now, but I'm a big baseball fan as well. Um, I've actually started writing for Jay's Journal uh, as well. So jaysjournal.com, you can find my articles there as well. Follow me on bus, uh, excuse me, at Bus Wallace uh, on Twitter. Um, try to try to be kind, but if not, uh, at least be funny about it. Yeah, so uh, I will <laughs> link his Twitter and his blogs here in the description, guys. So be sure to check him out because, you know, he does this out of the kindness of his heart and we can't thank him enough. And obviously... You know, it like he just doesn't pull things out of the air. Like he does his re research, and you know, if if you're anything just like me, like I put in nine or ten hours a day, like on the show. So I like I know you are grinding as like like as well. So without further ado, who do you got coming in at number ten in the week two NFL power rankings? Okay, it's actually a new addition uh, to the top ten. I have the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they got up to a big lead against the Detroit Lions. They tried to mix in the rookie Trey Lance. I know they kind of slipped away and they allowed Detroit back into that ball game, uh, but I saw enough from them. I think Jimmy G's motivated to play well. They're hoping he could stay healthy. Uh, they've got a lot of members of that defense back. I believe in Kyle Shanahan. I think they've got a strong season ahead of them and certainly a, a good start. Yeah, I mean, they are definitely a very, very strong team because what just two years ago, they are just removed from the Super Bowl and then had a riddled a injury riddled to 20 to 20. So, uh, I mean, yep. the, I mean, the only thing that the 49ers are lacking right, right now that might kind of concern me is, uh, their running back, uh, Tory, what's his name? Um, Mozart. Mozart? Yeah. Mozart, uh, yeah. He, Mozart, he got put on Mozart, IR. Mozart. Yeah. No, he got put on IR. So that could be the only red flag for me a little bit, but I definitely like the 49ers at 10. Tory thoughts on that one. Honestly, I think they should be a little bit higher. Okay. The the Niners look good. Yeah, they did. The, they're getting this is a team that was everybody kind of made fun of, but literally they were down legit nine starters on their defense last year at one yeah. point. So this is like you said, this team is a two years removed from a Super Bowl. People are taking this team way too lightly, I think, this year. It's like I said, I have them I have them as the worst team in the NFC West at twelve and five. Whoa. I'd be very surprised if there was four teams that even got to double-digit wins. It just usually doesn't happen. But uh, I, I, I'm i trying not to rate them too high or too low. I definitely saw some power rankings today when I was kind of doing my research that had them in that top five. So um, I, I didn't want to overreact too much to week one, but uh, I like what I've seen so far. All right. Who do you got coming in number nine? So number nine, they dropped a few spots, uh, even though they lost uh, to a very good team. I have the Cleveland Browns. Um, it seemed like they had that game in hand. They were up 22 to 10. Um, they weren't able enough to score enough points on uh, the second half. Uh, also, they were, got burned for some long touchdown runs. Uh, the Cheetah, Tyreek Hill, burned them there a couple of times. Um, you know, I, I don't want to hammer them too hard for, for, 
uh, losing a game to a team that a lot of people consider to be perhaps the best team in the NFL, certainly top two or three. Uh, however, I think it was a real opportunity for Cleveland to make a statement, actually win a, a season opening game, which they almost never do. And uh, it just felt like a game that slipped away from them. So they dropped three spots uh, to number nine uh, this week. Toy, what are your thoughts on that? I would I would agree with that one as well, just because they're getting, you're playing the back-to-back AFC champions. You took them to the limit. You actually had the game in hand and then kind of slipped away. But um, there again, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. There are so many weapons on that team. Can you really fault any team that blows a lead to them? No, you can't. All right, number eight. Okay, number eight, I got the, well, here we go, Green Bay Packers. Uh, they look terrible uh, in week one. However, it's just one game. Um, I didn't want to overreact too much, so I did have them dropping four spots. I had them fourth in my original rankings uh, to number eight. I think they're going to bounce back. Uh, they're playing the Detroit Lions uh, Monday night. Uh, that's usually a get-right game for a lot of teams. Uh, no offense to any Lions fans that are out there. Um, but I definitely w. think it's a great opportunity uh, for the Packers to get back in stride. Obviously, the rest of the teams in that division also lost. Um, Rodgers looked really poor. He, he didn't look good at all, but the defense didn't look good. It was just a total team loss, so disappointing, but it is just one game, and I, I think they'll find their stride. So just to clarify your power rankings, just just because some people do a week-to-week power rankings here, so you're doing a yeah. a accumulative throughout the season power rankings, correct? Um, I, I'm trying not to be too structured about it, but I, I, I that's how I had them at the beginning. And I, I didn't want to, I, I guess I am. Yeah. I didn't want to yeah. react too much and, and move teams like up 10 or 15 spots in one yeah. week. It just seems a little too, um, the sky is burning kind of reaction. So that's what I did. Some people might not like it, but, um, get at me, I guess on Twitter. <laughs> well, <laughs> the problem is, do, right? is the sky is burning in green Bay. Like, they are the worst team in the NFL right now, hands down. So, for even considering that I have them in the top 10, I would take the Jets, Eagles, and Falcons all over the Packers right now. That's why the Lions are going to win by 17 points on Monday night, just throwing it out there. J- Jacksonville lost to Houston by 16 points. Houston's a good on team. Sunday. Houston's a good team. They're an eight-win team. Well, we'll we'll see. Um, they, welcome to we'll see welcome to what we deal with on a weekly end. basis. <laughs> Throw those welcome. hot takes like Inferno. Just uh, flying around me here. <laughs> so, so one comment here. Suit boss says He's the, the final version of Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> Suit boss <laughs> says that the Browns shouldn't have slipped, even though they lost, but they played the Chiefs great. I mean, the Chiefs are you know I believe you had them at number two last week. Do yeah. you want to def- to defend the Browns slipping at all? I mean, you don't stay in the same spot by losing games. Uh, there's there's no sympathy points in the NFL. Uh, there's teams that pass them that, that won games on Sunday. So to me, they're still 0-1. And if if you want to talk about, you know, pride points or looking good in a loss, then, I mean, this isn't a beauty pageant. It's football. So they still lost, and that's why they dropped. So okay. Coming in at number seven. Number number seven. I got another team that slipped down from a pretty high perch, uh, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, it seemed like they had the game in hand against Pittsburgh Steelers. It was a defensive battle, but unfortunately they couldn't score any points. It seemed, well, other than a couple of field goals in the second half. Um, I think Pittsburgh's defense looked really good, but Josh Allen also was pretty shaky in a couple of uh, moments. 
Um, the special teams obviously was a big play with the block punt touchdown, which really allowed them to pull away in that game. Um, I don't want to hammer them too hard, but I had them dropping four spots uh, in these rankings. Um, pretty big bounce back opportunity for them on the road against a division opponent, uh, Miami Dolphins. So um, if they fall to 0-2, they're most likely going to continue to fall in these rankings, but uh, we'll, ha- we'll have to see what happens. I still have faith in this team. Uh, disappointing start, certainly, but uh, I actually like Pittsburgh better than most. Yeah, I, I think we all had them kind of at eight wins, nine wins type of season. Uh, Tori, any thoughts on the Buffalo Bills coming at number seven? They should be ranked right there because I don't know. I don't know how you have my Packers in the top 10. I have them at like 32 right now. <laughs> It's like it's a typical, long season, typical, man. I, I don't know. T- typical, t- typical Packer fan. Sky yeah. is falling after one game. <laughs> you know, till Aaron comes out and says R E L A O A X. Relax. You know, Great it's spelling. just one game. <laughs> he's got to have a new catchphrase for the season. I don't think he's coming. It was the relax. It didn't. It didn't. He say something else. We're gonna run the table. He he, yeah, he said run the table. Up. Yeah, he's got to come it, up with a new thing. Maybe maybe yeah, haircut. And it, yeah, a haircut would be nice. <laughs> He looks he's looking homeless. Yes. He does. He does. <laughs> like bags under his eyes. Like Is I don't Sha- know. I didn't. Shailene I, not letting him get any sleep at night, or what's happening with that? Huh? Maybe um, not. not. Maybe he's all worried about the wedding. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So know, just to he was on Tuesdays with Aaron with McAfee today. So yeah. Oh. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There you go. Did he have massive bags under his eyes and a big old <laughs> cigar or no? Oh. No, that's AJ. AJ Hawks always got the cigar. <laughs> All right, so always got that cigar. Just to recap the power ranking so far, at number 10, he has San Francisco 49ers. Number 9, Cleveland Browns. Number 8, the Green Bay Packers. Number 7, the Buffalo Bills. Who do you got coming at number 6? Number six, a team who's very impressive in week one, moving up four spots, New Orleans Saints. Uh, 38-3 uh, blowout, like I said, of the Green Bay Packers. Jameis Winston looked great. Uh, five touchdowns despite only 148 yards passing, a really weird game for him statistically. He only threw the ball 20 times. Uh, they were great on defense. Um, he really impressed me with his ability to protect the ball. Again, only 20 t- pass attempts, but no interceptions. He said uh, – that his favorite play of the game was a throwaway, which I thought really displayed a lot of his maturity. Right. Um, I think he has the ability to, uh, uh, you know, protect the ball a lot better, certainly avoid 30 interceptions. I mean, <laughs> that's what he did a few years ago. If he can keep that even to say 18 or something, they, they have a chance to be a, a lot more a productive offense. They still have a lot of good pieces there. 
And um, I, I, I loved Green Bay in this game, and uh, obviously nothing went right for them. So I had to reward the Saints for that for that good performance. Have to give them some credit. It's not just all Green Bay being bad. It, it was New Orleans doing some things uh, really good as well. Yeah, they looked really good they, on the defense side as well. So, Mr. Wallace, just to add some aspect to why Tory's getting upset, because Mr. Brandon Combs says that uh, Winston is a top-10 quarterback and they have a last dab challenge happening. Explain uh, that challenge, Tory. So if Jameis, in games Jameis starts, if he has a losing record, Brandon has to do the last dab. If he has a winning record, I have to do the last dab. I don't know if you're familiar with what the last dab is. I, well, I have so many questions. I don't know. No, I don't know what that is. Can we get a quick run? To, like quick look. Yeah. Definitely. Watch it. Watch it. Watch the watch YouTube videos of Hot Ones. The TV show. It's a it's a YouTube oh, show. Hot Ones. Tab. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now I know. I the context I needed. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a few of those. It's a hilarious show. And yeah, that I last love one that show. seems killer. So wow, you guys are braver than I am. I don't think I'd be able to handle that. We have and, a wheel of death. So welcome to the man hour. So if oh, you if you great. if you want to jump on our <laughs> if you want to jump in our weekly picks, the loser of the week gets to spend the wheel of death, and they have to do <laughs> one of the challenges on the wheel. Uh, for example, one of them is, is you have to do like you have to chug a um, a bottle of syrup. Uh, the did like so, and the other one is you have to put my marshmallow in your mouth every minute you are on the segment of the show. Uh, so it just I mean it's just it, it's just a lot of fun That's things. Hilarious. So, uh, but coming at number six, we have New Orleans, New Orleans okay. Saints. What about number five? Number five, I got the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they had a pretty impressive win over the Indianapolis Colts. It's a game they were certainly favored to win, but I really like uh, the passing attack. Uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Tyler Lockett, and uh, DK Metcalf. One of the more underrated. Uh, duos in the league I think um, Rashad Penny got injured what else is new that always seems to happen but Chris Carson is is a really good back as well um, I, I like this defense I like Pete Carroll another kind of dark horse team maybe unsung team people maybe didn't think they were a, you know a Super Bowl contender but uh, I think them they're kind of lurking there in the NFC and they're prime for for a playoff run uh, uh, Tori what are your thoughts about the Seahawks jumping up two spots from week one I have them going 13 and four and finishing second in that division. Like I said, wow. that, that division is that good. Like if you could literally tell me any one of those four teams is going to win that division, I'd be like, okay. Well, the, I mean, the Cardinals, I haven't really talked about them, but they look great. They, they blew out the Tennessee Titans. A lot of people thought they were the the class of the AFC South, which is looking like it could be a pretty weak division. But, you know, they won that game by 25 points. At Kyler Murray looked unbelievable. So if, if they're, the you know, the worst team in that division, um, it, it's a pretty darn good division. So uh, pretty impressive stuff there. Well, if you, if you watched the Man Hour previously – you would have heard, I do believe, Buck and I and Brandon all said Tennessee's a prime candidate to regress big time this year. Yep. Okay. So not necessarily uh, favorites of, of the South, uh, according to you guys. No, and nope. King Henry's not even top 10 running back in the league this year. Well, I mean, uh, fatigue could be a, a real thing for him, certainly. Uh, yep. Not a great start. Um he seems like one of those guys that gets stronger as the games go on and the season goes on, but I, I think that could be true. Maybe this is the year he kind of breaks down. Yeah, maybe. Number four, who do you got? So number four, um, maybe a bit of a controversial pick here, but uh, I think they did a great job in week one, and they beat a team that had really high. It was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they, I had them eight in my initial rankings. I think this defense is going to be back to the kind of steel curtain, uh, high-pressure 
um, high turnover type of defense that Mike Tomlin uh, typically runs, and even going back to days of Bill Cowher and and you know back to the '70s as well. Um, I think this could has the potential to be a top ten, uh, top five unit. Um, you know, Roethlisberger didn't look great. Uh, the running back Najee Harris uh, didn't have a ton of yards either, but. I think they could grind out these kind of wins and the offense will find its footing eventually. Uh, if, if they could win games like 24 uh, to 16 and things like that, um, while the offense kind of develops, I have a lot of faith. Uh, I think I said this last week, Buck, uh, they've only had one losing season uh, in the Mike Tomlin regime. I have yeah. a lot of faith in this guy and I, I don't think it's going to happen this year. So maybe higher than a lot of people had them, but uh, I believe in this team. And I believe that losing season was only eight and eight. So it wasn't technically a losing season, right? Non-winning yeah, okay, is what yeah. I should have said. You're, You're right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I agree that the Steelers should be in the top 10. I mean, they beat the Buffalo Bills. They come back from 10 points down in the second half. And, you know, their offense kind of came to life a little bit in the second half. But, you know, having them jump four, four spots is like, I think that's a kind of, of a big, a big jump, a just a tad bit, just because, you know, what you had the Bills. Well, I mean, I, I guess you, like, I guess you had the Bills at three last week. So maybe, maybe that kind of warrants it like a tad bit. Uh, so speaking of number three, who do you have at number three? So number three, I have the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Sunday Night Football, they uh, took down the Bears. It was really a pretty disappointing Sunday night game for, I think, a lot of people. Matt Stafford looked great in his uh, debut with the team. Uh, the defense was a number one unit in the NFL last year. Obviously, they lost Brandon Staley, who's the coach of the Chargers now. Uh, but I still like a lot of the personnel, obviously, led by Aaron Donald, uh, Jalen Ramsey, a few other guys. Um, the offense looked really smooth to me. Uh, I, I saw some rankings that had these guys in the in the top spot. I'm not quite ready to do that just yet, but I, I definitely think this is a Super Bowl contender. Uh, Sean McVay looks like he's got his play calling chops, his confidence uh, going. Uh, so I, I really like this team. Yeah, and judging by last week, uh, I mean, I think the Rams do have better defenses than the Chiefs and the Bucks moving forward, especially since the Bucks uh, lost their cornerback uh, from last year, and that kind of puts a big Oh, there, Tori. What are your thoughts about the Rams jumping up two spots to number three? I mean, I like it. This is this is a complete football team. It is a one of the most complete football teams. And we all again, if you told me the Rams are going to win the NFC West, I'd been like, okay. I have them also at twelve and five in that division this year. Like literally, it does not matter from that division. You know, the fact that all four of those teams are in the top ten should tell you how good that division is. I mean, we haven't talked about one of them yet, but I'm assuming they're at one or two. Um, if not, I would run you right off the show. Well, you are going to be around <laughs> off the show because the Kansas City Chiefs and Bucks are still at number one and two. Uh, but, I mean, like, I'm not going to spoil anything because I don't know, but I'm no. assuming, who do you have coming in at number two? So, number two, I, I kind of kept a chalk here. I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, you know, they struggled in the early part of that game against the, the Cleveland Browns, but they, they found a way to win the game. Uh, that downfield passing attack is looking as good as ever. Um, you know, Mahomes looked looked really good out there. Uh, I think the defense did enough, especially in the second half, to kind of get get the ball back, you know, get a couple of turnovers there. Um, I still think this team is is definitely a Super Bowl contender, and they're, they're kind of going to be there at the end of the day. Tori, what are your thoughts about Kansas City Chiefs coming at number at number two? They suck. They're not a good football team. They're horrible. <laughs> they are. A Why horrible would you? Football even, I, team. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I am not. My name is not Michael Buckheister. I don't take garbage takes like the Detroit Lions are going to win the NFC North. They are 10 and 7. 
Uh, but but let maybe me speak. Next year. Maybe next year, but not this year. <laughs> so let me speak as a Kansas City Chiefs fan. As a Kansas City Chiefs fan, as a team as a whole, they are a slightly above average team because the defense right now is just not very good. For whatever reason, the defense doesn't turn on until about week nine, week ten. And with the Honey Badger being out week one, that sh- that shows you how big a hole he like you know he like he fills on that defense. Now it, now if you're strictly judging power rankings by like oh, are they going to win and are they going to go deep? Yeah, they're they're definitely a definitely a number two, if not a number one team. But as just like a team as a whole, Tori, honestly, they are probably a 13th, 14th ranked team in all of the NFL, but the offense, you know, catapults him up to that number two, two spot, in my opinion. You got, you got elite playmakers in every skill position. So. Right, right, yeah. exactly right. So, no, n- number one, I'm assuming it's probably the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, un- unchanged. Yeah, you'd be right. It might not be the most uh, wild thing to do or, you know, whatever, but uh, I think a lot of people thought they would win that game against the Cowboys in the season opener by two touchdowns. They won it by two points. Um, but I think Dallas showed a lot more fight than uh, was expected. Uh, Tampa's defense, I think, could fall uh, off a little bit from the perch it was. You know, they were playing great last year. But like you just were kind of saying about the Chiefs, this might take them a few weeks to kind of find their footing and, and really develop some chemistry, especially with uh, Sean Murphy bunting, I think, is the guy who went down. Yes. Uh, he was a key piece for them last year. Um, but still, they got the win, so I don't really want to knock them from that top spot just yet uh they're defending champions and uh you know i think it just might take them a little bit time of time to gel which may seem weird because i know they're br- they brought back all their starters but it, it's the first it's the first week so i i kept them on that first sp- that first spot but they're going to need to be a bit more impressive if they want to remain there so just some insights here i played on a team where we where we brought literally everybody back f- because we had i think three seniors and it took a while for everybody to learn their new roles, just because you know some, just because some some players have ex- out outstanding years, some people have step back years. So you have to find your new role. So you can bring back everybody you want, but it still takes you know four or five weeks to get acquainted with like everything. And then with uh, Murphy Button going down as well, I I believe it's a it's a, it's a it's a rookie or a second year guy taking his like his spot that had very few reps last year so tory uh tampa bay does come in at number one are you shocked by that at all what i'm shocked about is you talking about it takes four or five weeks when last night i talked about you know four or five weeks to get going and you're like no no you know this (laughs) like you literally just did a complete 180 from last night so tory let me let me waffle wyatt no so first things first is is what i said i this is so Mr. You Wallace. said you were a better coach and you yeah. said you were a better coach than Herm Edwards. I am. I, I see things that Herm don't. So, Mr. Wallace, <laughs> this is what Tory said. He said the first four to five weeks of an NFL season is like preseason for these teams. So a quarter of the season is like the preseason games, and they don't really care about these games. What I said is a team's biggest growth is from week one to week two. And like Tory's like, no, no, it takes that seven is not, seven that is to grow. Not what I said. What'd you say then, Tory? I said because literally this was a Herm Edwards said the preseason is to figure out who's going to make your squad. You spend the first four or five weeks really figuring out who your team is. 
because it takes you that long to get into that rhythm because you play a couple of series together. They don't play much in the preseason together. It takes the first probably four weeks for them to really figure out who they are as a team and what way they're going to head. I mean, you That's could be wrong as said. a team, but whatever. We we digress from that, Tori, because I know you're wrong. But the That's biggest a big difference in what you said. <laughs> so big difference. Uh, so we do have a few comments uh, coming up through here on youtubecom forward slash man hours. Two boss him like like himself. He he is asking a question for you. Uh, he's like he says, if it's all about wins and losses, how are a zero and one team ranked higher than sixteenth? Uh, I, I mean, it's not necessarily all about wins and losses. These aren't the standings. These, these are power rankings. And I just think I still consider the Packers and the Bills uh, to be Super Bowl contenders. Uh, and, you know, um, you know, who, who could I pick on here? Panthers are 1-0. I'm, I'm not going to yeah. put them in my top 10. Really? Um, oh. Sorry, but I'm not. Because uh, I'm CMC. Won? Uh, the Eagles. The Texans Eagles? <laughs> won. I, I'm not going to put them in my top 10. I they mean, should be top on. five. They yeah. should be a top five. Team. Easily. Tyrod Taylor's the man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a surprising result for sure. But it, it's not. It, you have to really kind of do a deep dive on everything you saw and, and numbers. And, you know, uh, I, I, I did try to be pragmatic about this and, and thorough. And, and I understand that. But uh with Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's some teams that are 0-1 that are still going to be in the top half of the rankings. Yeah, just like Sorry Jackson State or Jacksonville State beat Florida State. That, that doesn't mean they're instantly a top <laughs> 10 that. team, right? Oh, I mean, my gosh. Come on, C-Bosh. You know better than, than that. Uh, and then they said Aaron Rodgers should stick to Jeopardy. And then Don says, I agree. Aaron Rodgers needs to go. Wow. Sky is burning in Packerland oh. there. Jeez. Jordan Love got a chance to get in uh, to the game, but he didn't yeah. didn't really finish <laughs> so, off that drive, did he? <laughs> the best the best headline I saw was Aaron Rodgers benched in favor of Jordan Love. Like, <laughs> I'm like, that's just literal clickbait at that point. Like you're down, yes. let the kid play. Like Aaron Rodgers wasn't benched; he got pulled from the game because there was no chance. Okay, so yeah. I do have one question for you here, Mister Wallace. Okay. You dropped the Ravens out of your top ten, and you yes, moved Sam, and you moved San Francisco 49ers in there. Is there any way, like, what was your thought process behind that? Just because the Ravens like played a really really good game, you know, they took them into overtime. What I think was like three three to four minutes left in the overtime, and yeah. yes, the San Francisco 49ers flexed on the lines and let them crawl back in. Sure. Uh, so so how do you warrant that? 
Um, well, I, it's part to do with the running back situation. They, they've lost about 45 running backs in the, in the last few weeks. Um, oh, breaking but, news. They just broke another tour. tour another ACL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, Tyson Williams was, it was, you know, and a few other guys, uh, Lattimore, I saw, uh, they, they mixed in a few guys. I thought the running game looked fine. And obviously when you got Lamar Jackson doing the RPOs, you're going to bring in those linebackers kind of feigning them for the, whether it's going to be a pass or a play action or, or if he's going to keep it or what. I thought they looked fine there, but you know, Jackson two fumbles there on the fourth quarter and then in overtime, they really kind of coughed up that game. I thought, and you know, Raiders, uh, I had them at 20 uh, at number 20 in my initial rank ranking. So for yeah. them to win that game, I thought that was a really good win for them. Not a terrible loss for the Ravens, but enough to drop them a couple spots. Right. Uh, so, uh, so you do all 32 power rankings? I, I do. I do. Oh, okay. uh, I mean, when we talked about this, I wasn't sure if how long we'd talk about it, but I just kind of do it for my own, uh, you know, where where I have the landscape of, of, of the NFL and right. stuff like so that. So out of curiosity, where do you have the Philadelphia Eagles after week two? Like, like how much did they jump up? Because where can we talk about the Philadelphia Eagles coming up yeah. here? And I just want some reference points. Honestly, there was a bunch of teams kind of in the middle there that I kind of had bunched together. Um, I had them at 25 in my week zero or, you know, pre pre week one rankings. I moved them up five spots to number 20. Uh, You know, they blew out the Falcons. I I wasn't necessarily surprised that they won, but the fashion in which they won was pretty impressive. I think Falcons are probably a bottom five team this year, but they barely gave up any points. I think Hertz looked really good. I think I like him more than most. Um, you know, they could win that division. Uh, you know, maybe people don't want to hear that, but it, this is still going to be a pretty bad division, I think. Cowboys might be okay. Giants look terrible. They lost to the Broncos by two touchdowns. So I really think the Eagles are definitely in the mix here. They could win that division with seven or eight wins. Wow. Okay. Um, Cowboys aren't Super Bowl bound by any means? No. I, I don't think so. <laughs> so uh, Like I said, the biggest thing the Cowboys have working against them is their head coach. You will not listen to me on that. Yeah, uh, no. After what Zeke had like eleven yeah. t- touches, I think it was for thirty-three yards. I, I totally agree with you now on that. Moving forward, we do have another question. What did, com- what did I? What did I tell you all preseason about that? Yeah, he 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 likes to pass, 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 pass. And Dak's like on pace for like seventy-five hundred yards or something, something ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Suit Boss asks, uh, where do you have the Detroit Lions? I'm asking for Buck, not a friend. <laughs> uh, so, so buck you're saying you and soup aren't friends i guess not a That's bit of an rude. interesting little shuffle at the bottom of my rankings um bottom, bottom. sorry sorry about it uh i have them at number 30 i, I mean they, they showed some bite uh as i'm sure their head coach dan campbell would would love that wow. uh and kind of coming back from down four touchdowns to only down one and they had the ball at the end of the game so that's that's pretty good i guess uh golf looked okay uh deandre swift had over 100 yards rushing i think there's some things there but um I, i'm not really they, they got to show a bit more than a, a you know a close loss after being blown out for most of the game than to really move up much more than that so let's look forward to next tuesday when the detroit Lions beat your number eight ranked green bay packers by 17 points and it is just a smack smack in your face all game long do you move them up a couple spots 20 15 10 i I don't i i try not to overreact over one win but they'll definitely move out of 30 and that would definitely knock down green bay certainly out of the top 10 
I'm not sure how far they would plummet, but that would be <laughs> that'd be a bad loss. Yeah, that it'd be the I mean it, I predicted it, so it, it'd be great loss. So uh, <laughs> many many people there love your 30 out of 32. I'm getting LOL emojis and hot and heart emojis. So That's the way you, I see you it. guys are all I, haters. Let's face it. Great, great to feel the love. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, Mr. Wallace, thank you for joining us as always. We'll see you next week. Thank if you, guys. you would just go ahead and send me your whole 32 list, and we'll post it on. F- Facebook and share it out and yes. face shot it and whatnot and all that good stuff. But before we head out, tell people where they can find you again. Yeah. So uh, you can find me on Twitter at bus Wallace. I'm also on Instagram. There are all uh, lowercase letters on the IG, uh, the B and the W would be uh, capitalized. I guess it doesn't matter uh, on Twitter, uh, belly up sports, MLB page. I have some articles there. Uh, also J- uh, Jay's journal just started a new gig with them uh, this week. So pretty fired up about that. And uh, every Tuesday night with these guys talking NFL power rankings. So uh, holla at your boy. Holla at your boy. And all of his uh, stuff is in our description, guys. And so, as always, we'll catch you next week. All right. Take care, bud. Okay. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. When we take a quick little break, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk Jalen Hurts. We'll be right back.
And welcome back to the Man Hour, guys. Michael Buckheiser with the man, the myth. Oh, I need to flip the things around, Tori. Get out of my screen. There you go. There you go. Uh, welcome back to the Man Hour. As we we had uh, Grammy Wallace here giving us his NFL Week 2 power rankings. So just to recap here, he had the San Francisco 49ers coming at 10. The Cleveland Browns at number 9. The Packers at 8. The Buffalo Bills at number 7. Coming at number 6, he had the Saints topping, cracking in the top 10. He had the Seattle Seahawks. The Steelers, the Rams, the Chiefs at number 2. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at number 1. So from week one to week two, he dropped the Ravens and added the San Francisco 49ers into the mix. So with all that being said, guys, you know, he will be here every Tuesday, 830 East Coast time here on the man out. And of course, I'll upload the clips the very next day. Uh, let's say we do it about two o'clock. So the two o'clock hour, I will upload his power rankings there Wednesday afternoon. Speaking of Wednesday, every Wednesday at 1045 a.m., here on youtube.com forward slash man hour we will be posting mr tory anderson's fantasy clips here so if you guys got any fantasy football questions slide into tory anderson's dms on the old twitter machine man hour underscore tory ask him any question you want or you can you can facebook them or you can jump in the trash talk groups we have hundreds of trash talk groups that you can join and follow and it's 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 a lot of fun over there on facebook but it is that time for Shop Talk, guys. We have about 10 minutes before up against the next break. So if you guys want to chat about anything, let us know. And, uh, Tori, let me bring you back on the uh, screen and give the people just a little bit of preview of what your fantasy show is tomorrow. My fantasy show tomorrow literally, quite literally, goes right hand-in-hand hand with cooking with Tori. Because <clears throat> as I did my fantasy show, I was cooking lunch for my co-workers excuse me my co-workers and myself tomorrow so go over who you should be starting who you should be sitting who to, who to stay away from uh, i stayed i stayed away from cutting players it's early in the season so well we'll, we'll get into that in a couple of weeks we will get into that as tory will cut aaron Rodgers by week three hundred percent sure but tory I think we should give the people a free episode on Wednesday. What do you think about that? I like that. I like that idea. So, guys, this Wednesday at 1045 a.m. on YouTube.com forward slash man. We will be giving away this episode for free for Mr. Tori Anderson. I will share it to the trash talk groups. I will share it to hundreds of under uh, groups on Facebook. So if you're not following us on the man hour, you should be. And we will share that out for 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 you guys so Tori let me go ahead and jump over here to the chat there are uh, tons of chats that I that I want to uh, talk about here and uh, one thing is that uh, Soup Boss was pretty adamant about the uh, Cleveland Browns shouldn't have slipped down in the in the power ranking so week one uh, Mr. Wallace had them at number six and he dropped them down to number nine do you think that the Browns shouldn't have lost even or shouldn't have slipped down even though they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, you still lost. You got to slip a little bit, right? You know, especially when you were up twenty-two to ten, you failed to protect that lead. Granted, there again, like I said, you played the back-to-back -back AFC champions. Yeah. So, it, can I see it happen? Yeah, because literally, elite playmakers at every skill position. So, it happens. I don't care what team you are. It happens to the best of them. Yeah, so so on the flip side of the coin, let me be devil's advocate here. They were up twenty-two to ten till what midway through the fourth quarter, 
And then they, you know, they botched a like a punt snap, and then Baker threw the interception, obviously to like seal the game. But I mean, so they led for literally three and a half quarters of like of that game. So do they really warrant getting what they they dropped three spots? I mean, like I, I could see one, but three. I mean, that's that that's that 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 seems a little a little aggressive, right? No, um, I think he I think he had it pretty close. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I mean, I mean, like, I, I, I'm just trying to be devil's advocate, you know, 100. So don't take any stock of what I'm saying, suit boss, in that whatsoever. And then he don't take a, don't take any stock in anything Buck ever says. <laughs> and then uh, of course uh, we are throwing through Aaron Rodgers to stick to Jeopardy again. Man, why are Packer fans so quick to like burn the bridge down? Like he, he literally had one bad game and like the whole team play, 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 play. But like, is that just a Packer thing in general? Or do you think just people are like upset with the off season? Like, like how it no. went. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Nah, it's a Packer fan thing in general. Like, overreaction is, like, the number one thing, like, ever when it comes to Packer fans. Like, if you listen to WDUZ the fan yeah. in Green Bay the day after a Packer loss, you would think that the apocalypse is upon us. And they're like, trade Rodgers, fire. <laughs> Devontae Adams is trash. Fire Lafleur, and get rid of the GM. And, like, they want to just burn everything down. The day after a loss, it is ridiculous. But I then after a win, it's like, but then after one, it's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is the greatest. Devontae Adams is the MVP. Yeah, right. Okay, I got like, you. oh, I'm sorry, Boo. I really didn't mean to hurt you. I promise, I will never do it again. <laughs> I, I really love you. I didn't mean to. <laughs> so there is another comment here. Drew comes out and says, which Drew is a member. Big shout out for Drew for being a member here on YouTube.com forward slash Man Hour. If you guys want to become a member, simply hit that join button after you hit the subscribe button. He says, I don't agree with the Bucks being number one. They almost got beat by the Cowboys. So if that's the case, the Kansas City Chiefs almost got beat by the Browns. So should both those teams slide down, Tory? Or or, right. or, or or can you can you really Drew, polish a team for almost losing? Drew, I'm I'm gonna quote a famous man. To be the man, you gotta beat the man. Right. Woo! Ooh, Rick Flair. That's Rick Flair. Uh, so, so, uh, go ahead. A, a W is a W. Yeah. I mean, doesn't I mean, matter at the end of the day at the, as so uh, this is the great thing about NFL. Like there is I mean the, the only sub sub subjective matter in the NFL are these power rankings that mean absolutely nothing for playoff playoffs or wins losses. Like unlike the college game, like you, a win's a win. You you don't have to have style points, right? You, you just have to simply win the game, and that is what's so great about the NFL game. Is like when you are nine and eight and you beat X Y Z team. I mean, it just you are in the playoffs. I mean the I mean the only thing that's really subjective, I guess, it, it, that's kind of like out of your hands, is the strength of schedule, like tiebreaker, like on a right. playoff, which 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 what that's like the third or fourth thing down, or it's some something ridiculous. Um, Couple more comments here, uh, Drew. We will be talking about Hertz coming up here, so I I, I like I don't want to 
talk too much about Hurts. And uh, Don says, I've never been a fan of Aaron Rodgers. Don, let me ask you this question. It, is is Don a Packers fan? And, a, and, a, and so, are you not a fan of Aaron Rodgers leading you to the Super Bowl and leading you back-to-back NFC championship, chip, 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 chip games? Like, what are you not a fan of? Tori, how can somebody possibly hate Aaron Rodgers, that what he's done for the city and the team? I mean, Bears, every Bears fan hates Aaron Rodgers. Every Vikings fan hates Aaron Rodgers. You know, it's always like like back in the day we used to we used to joke after the Packers won the Super Bowl, like, oh, just think Vikings fans in another ten years you could have Aaron Rodgers instead of Favre. <laughs> True. Suit boss comes out. Uh sorry, Drew says me neither, Don. I mean, I guess they both hate Aaron Rodgers. I mean, so the Jeez. Packers the Packers are like the only team in the NFL Drew doesn't like. But Drew's an admin on our Packers fan group page. So big shout out to Drew for being admins. I uh, like, like on those teams. Uh, so, and then uh suit boss comes out and says, uh, bucks had a bad week one last week. They were still number one. So yeah, I mean, man, a win's a win at the end of the day. A loss is a loss. Um, suit boss also says you need to clarify. It's Rick flair. Either they know or the peasants get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> do i need do i need to do the strut do it do it let's see it do it in your apron without your shirt on Woo! yeah nobody wants to see that if i do that <laughs> greenpeace will show up at my house start yelling free willy and drag me back to the ocean somewhere so before we head to our next break don says yes i am a packer fan i hate his arrogance he's not arrogant He is a master level troll. That is true. He, he, but he, he is the type of person that sprinkles a little bit of information and lets you run with it and lets you think what you want to think. Like, yep. being, like being honestly, he's just like a woman. Like you say this and they're like, yeah, I was going to say, Pew! I was going to say it's like, it's like, it's like Buckheister telling us something and just letting us go with it. Right. Uh, Drew says, no, I'm not a Packers fan. Packers suck. What? And then John comes back and says, uh, what? Not arrogant. And then Subas says, Olivia Mum Mun dumped him. Enough said. But she's still I, I don't know who, but, she, who she but is. But she's still Olivia Mun's a, an actress. But she's still what? She uh she tells a story about when the, those two were dating and she was in Green Bay. And she's like, it's not often I have to tell the my agent that he has to hold on because the meat company's on the line and I have to order my meat quick because there's a place just outside of Green Bay, Nooski's, Nooski's uh, meat market that air, or that she would always order meat from. Yeah, and they're good. So she's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not put, I'm not putting many people on hold except for them. All right. So what? What Lamar? Oh, Lamar says it's time to take out the trash. So we got to take our next break, guys. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk some Jalen Hurts. We're going to talk some Andy Dalton. And we're going to sprinkle in a little bit of NBA and some Rona. We can't say the C word, Tori. So don't say the C word when we talk about the NBA. Also, guys. Rona? Also coming up in a half hour, we have Would You Rather, which is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy as well. So head over to thrivefantasy.com, guys. Use promo code MANHOUR. And they'll match up to $50 on your first deposit. That's promo code MANHOUR at ThriveFantasy.com. You can also download that on Android and iOS devices. We'll be right back, guys, here with some Jalen Hurts talk right after this. 
And welcome back to the Man Hour, guys. Michael Buckhouse with Tori Anderson tonight. This section of Man Hour is brought to you by Yeats Sunglasses. That is E, or sorry, Y-E-E-T-Z.com. You can go to Yeats.com and pick up your sunglasses. Use promo code MANHOUR, and they'll take 10% off of your order. That is Yeats Sunglasses. So, guys, we'll be... I'll be making a promo video here. Uh, should be next week when I should get that done. So be ready to laugh. So speaking of being ready to laugh, Mr. Toy Anderson, go ahead and bring you back on screen here so that people can laugh at that beautiful beard that you got. I'm totally kidding. You look great. I, I, I love the way you look always. But we're going to talk a little Jalen. <laughs> we are going to talk some Jalen Hurt and, sorry, Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, Jalen Hurts had a great week one. I believe he was in top five in fantasy points uh, after week one. Tori, can we realistically expect Jalen Hurts to perform like this week after week after week? For who? Oh, I don't. I don't. I had them. Them as a potential dark horse, you know, playoff team. But that was before they traded Julio. And after that, I said, nope, <laughs> they're going to go into rebuild mode sooner or later. So, Yeah, so unfortunately, Tori, uh, nobody heard you because I had you muted. Uh, thank you for Suit Boss to letting me know that you guys were muted. I apologize for that. So basically... That was that was for our deaf people so they could just <laughs> read my lips. So basically what Tori said is that Jalen Hurts is not going to have a a repeat for per performance week after week after week after week because of the 49ers defense. Uh, so to catapult on what Tori has saying, look at their schedule moving forward, Tori. They play the 49ers, Lisa's at home, so maybe they'll have that coast-to-coast advantage. It is a 1 o'clock game, you know, 9 times out of – or actually, it's not 9 times. It's 7 times out of 10. A team traveling from the West Coast to the East Coast that plays that 1 o'clock game loses. So they, 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 they do got that favor happening. But then they play the Dallas Cowboys, a very much improved defense on the Dallas Cowboys side on Monday night game. Uh, then and then they play the Kansas City Chiefs game. The Honey Badgers should be back and in shape by that point. And then they play the Bucks, Raiders, Lions, and Chargers, Broncos, Saints. So yeah, uh, I, I don't see a lot of cupcake wins. Maybe maybe one versus the Panthers, but that they're traveling to Carolina. And every game when you tra- travel, like 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 you got to give. If it's an evenly matched, you like you like you 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 got to give the nod to the home to the home team and. Tori, you had him going 0-17, right? I did. Yeah. I, I well, could, one of them, the first the first pick I remember I had him going 2-15. and 15, Yeah. And then this one I had him going 0-17. I can realistically, Tori, right now, only see three wins on their schedule. So one that they beat Atlanta and then one versus the Giants and one versus the Jets. That is it. I mean, and it is a knock. It is not a knock on Jalen Hurts as a player. It's just... They play a pretty tough schedule, and like I think that's why he will not be able to repeat the performances that he had in week one. 
Uh, it's just it is it is unheard of. But let's say in theory, Tori, you know, we are thinking, what if, right? What if Jalen Hurts does average 260 yards passing, and you know he's throwing a couple touchdowns every game? Can the Eagles legitimately be a 509 win team? Mm, I just don't know if they have the defense. Well, they got a decent defense, but I still think that's pushing it. Fletcher Cox I really is pretty do. good. I do like Fletcher, Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox is yeah. one of the best defensive linemen in all the NFL. Like, I really like him. The thing is, I've liked him since the day he got drafted because he yeah. said the one thing that he said when he got drafted was, I'm going to work every single day to be a better better football player every single day So I, until I am to the best at my position. Like, And that, that's kind of what he did. So, like, I, I respect that a lot. Um, this isn't as good as their 2018 defense was, but it's still a decent defense. I still think that's a little bit more of an Achilles heel. I think they're maybe a year away. Uh, so, um, so what is the weak point of the Eagles? Like, like let's say the weak point isn't Jalen Hurts. He is going to perform at a above-average level, like what we saw against Atlanta. What is the weak point for the Philadelphia Eagles? Is it the... Running game is it the receiving core is the offensive line like what is the weak point? I would say I would say right now it's probably their offensive line and receiving core. Uh, can they address that with the free agent pickup before like week eight or whatever trade deadline is? I, I I don't think so. That's that's pretty late to bring somebody in to learn your scheme, right? And that's that's the thing. That's why you don't see a ton of trades in the in the NFL is because right. you're it's bringing somebody into a scheme that they're not going to pick up until seven or eight weeks later by that time it's the end of the season to really help your team so unless you're a superstar they are probably not making the deal for you yeah 100 percent correct and i feel like we see more trades on the defensive side of the ball than the offensive side of the ball because defense you can you can only run so many blitzes and four threes it's just basically terminology once you get to the college level unfortunately on the on the defensive side of the of the ball so let's go ahead and totally transition gears here shift into that reverse flip it around, do a complete 180, and go from outside into indoor. And we're going to talk a little bit of NBA, Mr. Tory Anderson. The NBA come out and said that they will not require players to get vaccinated to play basketball in the 2021 season. We've seen the NFL mandate this. We're seeing employers mandate this. And I believe Major League Baseball loosely has some type of mandate as like as well. Uh, you being a a vaccinated person yourself, I am not yet. I'm getting a lot of pressure from inside. We'll kind of keep that on the down low and after show thing. But are you okay with the NBA not requiring vaccinations to play in the 2021 uh, NBA season? I find it baffling because they went through so many precautions to keep people in the bubble, to keep people safe. Like I find it baffling that they're not requiring it i don't know if they just think that they have enough numbers numbers wise that it's not going to be that bad for them already because obviously they've probably got the data on who's vaccinated and who's not right so like if they're if they say 80 percent of the league's vaccinated yeah we don't need to mandate it i'm i'm okay with that now if it said well only 20 percent of our leagues man are uh vaccinated we're not going to mandate i probably have a little bit of issue with that because now you're you're putting everybody at risk then. So, but if you have 80% of them, yeah. Okay. So, so I'm going to take a different approach on this. 
Tori. So, uh, so let's let's take the color aspect out of like just just like out of it. I am just a voice that you don't they that that you don't know what color I am. Like it's like it is not going to be racist or derogatory or like anything whatsoever. But we've seen in the NBA the last what two seasons since the whole Breonna Taylor George Floyd thing, they have taken this stance of stance of like. We are going to support the com- support the community. We are doing this to show the support to our fans, and because let's 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 be honest, most black people are NBA fans. I believe there's more black NBA fans than there are white like NBA fans. It's just because like you can you can drive down a down down a street on a basketball court, and it's probably 80 percent black kids right playing ball. Just just because they're they're. Let me. It just, it just, just that, just that is what they do. That is the culture that they see, and they all want to hoop. So, when the NBA is not mandatory that you take a vaccine, one of the biggest fights that we're fighting, fighting with the whole Rona thing that we're is, is the minority people not getting vaccinated. And if the NBA wants to really push their agenda of supporting the Black Lives Matter, the George Floyd, the Breonna Taylors, like like of the world. Why not support this COVID thing as well? Uh, I, I said it. Hopefully, we we don't get shut 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 shut, shut down. But like, you, see, but, you screwed up, Mike. Yeah. Uh, so, so so, but but like, what I'm trying to say here is like is like these. I hate to say the word minorities, but you know that's what they're referred to for whatever reason. The 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 non-white people are not getting vaccinated for whatever X Y Z reason and now that the nba is not mandating it you, why are they going to do that because their heroes are not going to get vaccinated you know i don't know if 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 Le, if lebron james is vaccinated or not i could care less but kid down the street that wears lebron james shoes every day to like school he like he does like he's like like and like and like he'll be like well lebron james got the shot i better get the shot right so that is what is baffling to me just because they've they've been such a social injustice and like uh what's the word i'm looking for like a community well, activist justice. right you know yeah. like yeah it just like the, they've been trying to push their agenda that's that's what i said but that's where you got to look at the stats like they they may have yeah. like 80 percent already and that's why they're saying they're not doing it but like, here's well, we don't, the thing they, though, there's no need to do it but here's the thing when when you say we are not requiring that means it, like in my head when I hear something that isn't required, it's because it is not that effective. It is it, 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 it like it, it is not helping to stop the curve or whatever it is, right? Like it is it is not working. So I mean like if something is required, like hey, it is it is required me to sign this piece of paper to like work, uh, you know, so because clearly like I need to need to do it. Now, I, I don't care what side of the fence you are on whatsoever. I, like I don't like I don't care like I'm totally impartial about the vaccine and the whole Rona thing. Like I could care less, but when it comes to this, I think the, I think the NBA has to address it. Right. I mean, they have to like, I I, I don't know. Like they have to, I feel like, I mean, I, I hate to say that they have to make it mandatory, but they have to make it mandatory. I mean, that's just the way it, what it, what it comes down to. Uh, they have to, they have a database that keeps track of who has been vaccinated. So, so, so Drew comes out and says they do have a database that said that has, keeps a track of who's been 
vaccinated. Now, Drew, are you referring to just the NBA or the world in general? Because, uh, I, I mean, I don't think they, I mean, obviously. No, the, the, the NBA does. I'm sure they do. Yeah. So, sorry to go off on, on that little rant, guys. But but, it's just like, but, I, but as soon as I saw that news, like, I was kind of baffled by the whole situation here. So, let's go ahead and do a complete 180 again, Tori. Go from the inside back to the out, like outside where they are requiring people to get vaccinated unless you're Cole Beasley. He's like, hell no. Get out of here. Where at that. But with but with that being said, Andy Dalton and Justin Fields, the quarterback controversy has been brewing all offseason. Mr. Brandon BC Combs is just like Justin Fields is our guy. He's starting by week four, yada yada yada. And I went back and watched the game. Like I I have the NFL package where like I can watch the games again. And I watched every offensive snap for the Chicago Bears. And I am safe to say that Andy Dalton did not have that great a game. I mean, like he missed some wide open guys. He missed some, he I mean the, the throws that he made, they were accurate, but you know, they, they, they weren't a very tight spiral. So Tori is the time ticking on Andy Dalton in the 2021 season for, or, or is Justin Fields going to take over? The, the, the timer was ticking on Andy Dalton as soon as they selected Justin Fields. Personally, I think they're going to try to keep him off the field, Justin off the field as much as they can this season, because I think that's honestly the smart thing to do. I think that they intentionally try to kind of fudge the season up, get another top 10 pick, get another good offensive young lineman, uh, and really set Justin up because they've got all the rest of the skill possessions are set on that roster. Yep. They only need to build that offensive line for him. And I think it's the smart play to just kind of sit back, relax, Bide your time this year, get another offensive lineman, and let Justin go next year. It's like I said, as much as it pains me to say that as a Packer fan, Justin Fields is going to be a hell of a quarterback. Uh, so, and, oh, sorry. My bad. Well, and Andy Dalton, no, Andy Dalton's going to be Andy Dalton. Right. It's, but, the, but it's a different, it's a completely different game plan, though, if Justin was in there. I guarantee if Justin Fields was in there, they are blitzing him left and right. Right. Because he's a rookie quarterback, he's not going to be able to make all the reads that of the NFL veteran could, and that is why, you know, you see the different looks and like Justin was successful. They didn't really game plan for that. They probably did. They're like, eh, it's two or three plays. Yeah, you know, just to add, so just to add to your point there, and and to catapult things is is like yes, I do think if Justin Fields would have started Week One. They would have blitzed the hell out, hell out of them. Like I think yep. the Ravens ran like eighteen blitzes last night on Monday night. Um, I'm pretty sure the Bears would have probably had at least fifty percent of the plays blitzed on them. They they would oh, have brought easy. five five to six 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 guys every, like every, like every, every play. Not because they don't they they don't respect his arm strength or his arm arm ability. It's just the speed of the game. It is is a lot faster from preseason to regular season, and we heard Justin Fields speak in pregame or preseason season. This this game is moving slow. Like I was expecting it nope. to be fat faster. Uh, NFL defense has heard that. That is bulletin board material. They are like, I'm coming at you full speed, blitz, 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 edge blitz, safety blitz. I'm going to man up and make you beat me on the corners every freaking play. So. Yes, the Chicago Bears made the correct choice of starting Andy 
Dalton. The good thing about Andy Dalton is he is a very Alex Smith-esque type of quarterback. Very level, very few ups, and very few very few downs. But that's not what Chicago Bears fans want. They want up, 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 up. They want a Lamar Jackson-esque type guy and sass. Because they, they, they've been 30 years of down, 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 down. <laughs> right. So, 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 guys, just be happy that you have Justin Fields for the next 10, 15, 25 years. Uh, just let him sit this year just simply because of what Tory said. You have to build that offensive line. What? Uh, who was the Houston quarterback that took – a hundred sacks in three years. David, David Carr. It was David over Carr. that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was David yeah, Carr. It, yeah, David Carr. And he was a good quarterback, right? But when you get hit in the mouth, hundred times, or eighty-nine times, he got sacked eighty-nine times in one year. Yeah, and that's 89. not counting just the hits, right? I mean, it just it, yeah, that's sacks. That's not just hits. Don't don't let Justin Fields be that guy. So. Andy Dalton knows his role as a Chicago Bears quarterback. It is to teach Justin Fields how to be a professional. It is teach him how to prepare for the season. It is different from preparing from high school to college and college to the NFL. This is your job. You be you you be putting in eight, nine, ten hours of just watching film by yourself at home. This is hitting the weights after practice, before practice, eating right, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just, it is just it is just absolutely. Asinine. Uh so suit boss, I do see your comment there, and he and he says, why do quarterbacks get picked in the first round and they are expected to sit? But any other position, they they expect to play day one and make a impact. Tori, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first on that one? So to me, it's easy. You're the quarterback. You are the field general. If you can sit for a year and learn that offense, learn the plays, watch the plays. If you have a good veteran, I mean, hell, it doesn't even got to be a good veteran quarterback, a veteran quarterback that's head smart, like Andy Dalton. You know, it's a completely different set of rules then at that point, because, you know, it's proven. Like I've said, it's proven that quarterbacks that sit generally tend to do better. It worked for Steve McNair. It's worked for Aaron Rodgers. Why? Like, you know, Everybody wants to say it. the first round pick needs to be an impact player. It needs to be an impact player. No, it does. It does. Eventually. It doesn't have to be that rookie year though, right. unless you are picking 28, 29, 30, 31 and 32. Uh, so on the flip side of that, the hardest position to play at any level is the quarterback position. The quarterbacks are the best of the best on the field. Uh, so, I, I coached a quarterback back in high school. He was easily probably a top 10 quarterback in the state of Indiana. He did not get recruited by one Division one college, not but not because he was not good because he was he, he will probably be in the NFL to be honest. It just it, like it, like like it, it, like it, it like it just you draft or, or you recruit one quarterback for the next four years for your team. So with that being said, you, you 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 cannot throw a quarterback into the f- fire simply because of the evolutions of the offense. You are now reading two routes into four routes into five routes into you know it's just the speed of the game. Now, why do other positions translate over into the NFL better than the quarterback? Let's take wide receiver for example. 
How many routes can you run as a wide receiver? You got in route, slant route, corner, post, fly. That's about it. That doesn't change from peewee to the NFL. Now your route technique will will change, but the routes you run, they are still there. Offensive linemen, zone blocking is still zone blocking at the college level, high school level, and the NFL level. They are all exactly the same. Linebacker play, you tackle the guy, right? You pop him in his mouth, you put him on his dick. Simple as that. Cornerback, you are man-to-man. Beat me if you can. Quarterback play is the only position that elevates skill by skill by spy by skill. Fifth, fifth grade, what do you do? You find the tallest kid on the field that that can catch, run a slant, slant, slant route, and gain 10 yards. Seventh grade, you maybe throw some out routes and some corner routes, maybe run some RPOs. High school, you're running RPOs and two-man routes. Usually not reading a whole lot. You're saying, this is my guy. I'm going to throw him the ball. College, you can read three guys, you know, to one side, like you weren't going translating over. NFL, you have to have five reads. Like you like like you have to have yes. your you like you have to have your number one, you have to have your number two, you have to have your check down. You you have to, to figure out who the Mike linebacker is. And now it's not easy. Now you have number seven, seven playing Mike, not you know, fifty-two. Right, it, 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 it is such a complex game, and it just that's why quarterbacks need to sit their first year. Like, I don't care if it's a first round pick, sixth round pick, seventh round pick. Sitting the first year as a quarterback, Tory, is so beneficial to everybody. Tom Brady, yes, he sat his first year, right? Well, he sat the first nine weeks or whatever it was, right. but he, but he's, but he's, he's, he's still, he's still, he's still sat. Patrick Mahomes sat. He, when Patrick Mahomes came into the NFL, he was not a NFL-ready quarterback. If Patrick Mahomes would have played that first year, he would have been a bust, Tory. I guarantee it. He he would have not been the Patrick Mahomes that he is right now. Why? Because Alex, he learned behind a veteran, a solid veteran, and, and Alex Smith, and he learned how to play at the game. That's why quarterbacks need to – that's why it, it it doesn't matter what position you you are on the field. The, the quarterback pl- player needs to sit one year. Simple as that. Sorry to go off on the right. I agree. Tori. No, it's true. It is a hundred percent true. So, and then soup boss comes out and like, and says, what, what better way to add to your education, but experience less, less do them both because, okay. Soup boss. It is great to have that education and the experience. Yes. A hundred percent. But what if that, ex- what if that ex- experience breaks your leg? you aren't going to be learning anything for the rest rest of the rest of the year, right? Just because you'll be rehabbing that leg. Uh, so that's, and you can say the same thing about a safety and a receiver, yada, yada, yada. Learning is, you know, you already know the game when you're a receiver, a lineman, a linebacker, et cetera. You already know the game. Um, Drew says, Buck, that's an insult to Alex Smith. How is that an insult to Alex Smith? I was basically praising Alex Smith. Like I said, Patrick Mahomes wouldn't have been the quarterback he was without Alex Smith. Isn't that kind of what I said, Tori? Like, man, I, I like, yes. like I, I didn't dr- drop his name by any means, but that's kind of what I said. But I don't know. But it, we are up against a break, Tori. Sorry, I need to call nine one one. Cindy, call nine one one, baby. My heart rate's up. I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> But, guys, we are going to 
Suit boss, suit boss. He like he 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 says they can break their leg any damn play. You don't bench players in order to save them from injury. I'm not saying save them from injury. I'm saying then you need to learn. I don't know. This is I don't I don't agree with it. Suit boss, you'll be on on a segment here. Uh, what was the segment called? I I forgot what we're going to name name it. Sloppy uh, sloppy seconds sloppy or, seconds? or something. Yes. No, no, <laughs> no. It's soup. Well, I think we should call it Soup Kitchen. Soup Kitchen. <laughs> Campbell's Soup Kitchen. But, guys, we are up against the break here. That segment of Man Hour was brought to you by Eats Sunglasses. Head over to Yeats.com. Use promo code MANHOUR, and you'll give the 10% discount on sunglasses. Guys, they have great sunglasses. Patrick Mahomes wears these Eats Sunglasses. Did you know that? Corey? How you do? So did Macho Man Randy Savage, and they looked awful then. Oh, hell yeah, brother. All right, guys, we'll be right, right back here on the Man Hour. Stay tuned. Ooh, yeah, give me some yeats. And welcome back to Man Hour, guys. Michael Buckeye along with Tori Anderson tonight. Head over to manhourradio.com. If you've missed any part of the show whatsoever, you can check us out on podcast form right there on manhourradio.com. Or you can simply download the episode on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and, of course, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts as well. 
or you can check us out on Big X Sports Radio 96.1 right here in Jeffersonville, Indiana, every Monday through Friday at 4 to 6 p.m. East Coast time. Simply head over to BigXSportsRadio.com is where you can check that out, or if you're here in the Indiana area, 96.1. You can also catch us up on Belly Up Sports, 313 The Flash, over in the U.K., as Combs says, eating tea and crumpets, and... Unhinged Radio, our newest platform that you guys can check us out on as well. So, Tori, we've had a pretty exciting show. Mr. BC is in the chat himself. So we're going to open it up to Shot Talk here the last five or ten minutes of the show. We were going to go Would You Rather, but we'll push it back till tomorrow when Combs is here. Uh, so he, Combs wants to come out and like and like and says, oh, good God, what are they saying? We are saying all the facts there, Combs. We are tell, telling you that Justin Fields needs to sit. As simple as that. If you missed it, jump back on the clips at YouTube.com forward slash man hour. Hit the subscribe button. Check out the clips. I'll upload that clip uh, 8 o'clock in the morning. So it'll be there all day for you, Combs. You can just sit on it and bower on it and spin and whatnot. And then he comes out and says, uh, I take one night off. And I see that the title and I just shake my damn head. So, Tori, I think we uh, both said that Lamar Jackson cannot carry a team, right? Correct. So no, I said I said he's putting too much pressure on himself trying to carry the team right now. Right, he will come back to earth and realize he has help. Yeah, so therefore Lamar Jackson cannot carry a team, Combs, and we saw it last night. He 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 he, he cannot put a team on his shoulder and carry his team to the promised land. Yes, he he he, he did it. Uh, year number two when they went what. 13 and 3, Tory, and he won the MVP. Yeah, he definitely put that team on his 14 on and his, 2. 14 and 2, I'm sorry. Uh, don't want to take away that one win because, you know, it was a, definitely a great season. And what he had 3,500 yards passing and 1,200 yards rushing. I mean, he, he, he definitely had a spectacular season and put that team on, on his back. But what, what, what has he done for you since? He, he, won, a he, won, a play, he won a playoff game last year. But, but did he carry that team to that playoff win? I would kind say of. yes, kind of, because he did have some big, big plays. Yeah. But the reason why he had those big plays because the, the receivers were actually there to help him. They weren't injured, and he had a running game still. Uh, so, Combs, that's why I say Lamar Jackson cannot carry a team. But you know who can carry a, a team? Aaron Rodgers can carry a team, Mr. Torrey Anderson. He can. Do you think he's going to carry your guys' Packers over the Lions next week? Absolutely, he 100% will. He will 100% carry them over. I, I muted you before you could mute me. Yeah, see, the j- jokes on you is like, you can mute me, but they still hear me on the other side. So, sorry about your luck. Doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, oh, if yeah, you guys... Like this. Combs says, how do you eat your tea? Like this, Combs. You go... <laughs> spitters are quitters. Yeah, spitters are quitters. Uh, Combs says this is what they do every time he loses. Then he wins H H H straight games, and you say nothing. Streak snacks, you trash him again. Typical Packers fan, right? I can admit when we had a bad game. That's the thing. I'm even keel about it, though. You are. You are. You are probably the most level-headed fan I've ever met. Honestly. I look um, at things logically. Right. I don't. I'm like Spock. Oh, did you guys hear what Lamar Jackson said? He said Tori Anderson's the greatest football player ever. He said, I am complete trash, and you guys need to end the show tonight. No. Tori sent us out. 
Manowar Nation. Rise up. <laughs>